Too late. I have pressed the button. And the other button. You've doomed us all. And the other, <laughs> other button. But all this button does is open the cup holder on my computer. So. <laughs> they used to be called desk drives. <clears throat> Why? They don't go anywhere. <laughs> and a good time was had by all. Hello and welcome to Pack Tactics <laughs> Season 3. This is a 5th edition homebrew Dungeons & Dragons campaign where no, all, all the players are kobolds. No, we aren't. Except for that one over there. <laughs> the characters are kobolds. Ellie just wants the to be difficult The players are. And I threw in a bunch of Spelljammer because kobolds in space seemed fun. And then they ended up on no, the moon. <laughs> with moon beams, which were moon-based lasers. So that was no, for a while. And now, um, I would say against my better judgment, but I was no, encouraging this for a while, so I can't say no, that. Is this how Monty Python's happening <laughs> for our ears? Oh, yeah. I- I'm sorry. This is arguments. You want disagreements? That's down the hall and to the left. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, uh, I'll, uh, how much do I owe you for your time? Uh, three pence. All right, here you go. Hmm? Right, off you go. It's actually like the people in this game are five years old. I love it. <laughs> I teach five hey, year olds. Hey, six. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Zenosha has inspiration if she doesn't already have it. Am I not the youngest? Member? You're the same age as Zach. Same uh, age. Six yeah. is the youngest. I'm, I think I'm the oldest. Be. I don't I know have, canonically I how old Miri is. But I know that Zax and Chroma are from the same hatch, so the same age. I mean, kobolds can <laughs> live up to 200, but that is They rarely rare. do. I put Kendrick's at 16, and a 15, sorry. I think he's the oldest. Neri was 7 when we started. Okay, That's so yeah, you brought an old-timer old is. What was that about Zenosha? Uh, I was just saying Zenosha's probably about the same age as Neri. I'm bad with converting ages to these different species. Okay. Uh, so, it's up to the rest of the party whether or not you've made jokes uh, jokes to Kendricks about whether or not uh, he needs a cane instead of wizard staff. Ironically, he does He's walk with his staff like a cane. older than when she started adventuring. Of course, Zenosha already has some stick. Yes. Don't make me bring my work soundboard home. That has a, a, a drum riff. And canned laughter oh no you can make a laugh track does that mean does that mean kentrex is her uncle now no no the game where everyone gets adopted into a family is the 830 saturday game that would be a certain tabaxi that has adopted everyone encountered including monty including a literal physical building yes (laughs) most recently a building Oh no! <laughs> Although the building is sentient, <laughs> that yes, make it, it is a, it oh, is a the tower. Building. The tower. The tower. Yes, the tower's been the adopted. Tower. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> I love everything about this. Uh, so, what happened last week? Oh, I, I, did, I skipped introductions. My name is Crash. I'll be your damn for the evening. We've got a bunch of awesome people here, including Chris, Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy. Thank you, Ellie, for not saying no. We don't after that. Our stuff is hanging out in chat. <laughs> I was, waiting for, here. Uh, I was waiting for the no we don't 
No, no, I already sent them on their way. But what happened last time? Well, uh, the kobolds built us a giant robot, and then we killed it. To be fair, it tried to kill you first. Yeah, I mean, I, it was, it, that's true, but... I shot it in the important bit, and then the important bit melted, like I knew it would, but um, also the important bit melted, and then the important bit needed to be rebuilt. Well, it was one of the important bits. There were others, like I the part that had an imprisoned Afridi. I trapped yeah. in a giant purple bubble. You did! It was really helpful. You ended <laughs> combat very fast when you did that. And so then we visited the... Did we visit the farm briefly? We visited yes, the did. farm briefly, and because then you need, we went... Go on. You needed an elemental that wasn't And then we went and visited Snacks, and Snacks gave us a fire elemental, and now we have a fire elemental. Yes, and I'm home? going to say this has happened more than once at this point. So you have power cores for all of your robots. There, we there may have snacks, and snacks gave us several fire elementals <laughs> over yes. and over again. And sure, like purchased... he's getting a little tired of fire elementals. And sure, we purchased pokeballs, ran around the tall grass, and caught five magmars. For variety, they don't all have to be fire elementals. It's just the first one was. <laughs> Mine's definitely a fire elemental. Well, it's a family I tradition, think... I think. Yeah, that makes oh. sense. No, because there's not enough elementals to do the to do the um, different actual breath types for each of us. That would have been cool. <laughs> You'd have to mix and match somehow. It's powered by methods. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, the reason oh, we're the kobold... maybe rig something up. Chroma, no. The reason we're the kobold A-team... Is we try to learn from our mistakes. We don't just repeat them. Oh, yeah. Chroma got promoted to foreman. Oh, right. Wait, yeah. When did we learn from our mistake? Um, the moon's only been stolen once so far. So far? Yeah, that's well, fair. There, are, <laughs> there is currently at least one active attempt. But it hasn't succeeded yet. And in my head canon, there's been at least one moment where Chroma had all of the various artificers and helpers gathered up, and she was like, what did I tell you? Don't put anything in the power core more powerful than an elemental. And what did you do? Put something in the power core more powerful than an elemental. And what did we learn from this? Deathly silence. We learned not to put anything in the power core more powerful than an elemental. Also, we learned you can summon that, which um, maybe does Terrifying. Terrifying. We still have to have that conversation with that specific kobold. <laughs> you have not seen that kobold again. Um, not, only is, not only did we put Chroma in charge to be the foreman, but um, Kendrix is in charge of Chroma to make sure Chroma don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because otherwise I have to be the responsible one, and that's terrifying. So... Though Chroma is the responsible one, Kindred is then, on top of that, the responsible one. Doctor right. Who the way. needs a companion to tell the Doctor when to stop. And then we yes. reminded uh, everyone that K- Kindrex is the literal time wizard, so... Yes, yes. Not all- so, so, so... I'm the one that's keeping that Doctor in check, but I'm also a Doctor in and of myself of wibbly-wobbly timeliness. You're the doctor. Uh, I just have a doctorate. <laughs> <laughs> the six-year-old has a doctorate, which makes total sense when you're talking about kobolds who are legal adults at five. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but I have a feeling Chroma's doctorate is made in crown. No, no, it's totally printed by Chroma, but it's totally printed. <laughs> it's an honorary doctorate from some university. Hollywood Upstairs Artificer College. Okay, never mind. Uh, so you have, in the process that we, we sort of skipped over here because we've done another time jump, built a whole bunch of giant robots, which are not Zords. They are not Zords. Zords are copyrighted and trademarked. These are non-copyright infringing giant robots that just happen to look like a variety of animals. And different color schemes. In different mm-hmm. color schemes. And may at some point be able to combine into a giant robot. But they're not Zords. With <laughs> conflicting and clashing, but amazing color schemes. Also, I there were some questions about the outfit that Kendricks decided to wear today. The helmet looks nice, but you, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not going to go over all the attributes that are in these robots because uh, we're going to have a shorter game today because we started a little bit late. But uh, Neri's robot is a Batwing. Chroma has a Salamander. And I keep my head cannon keeps flip-flopping between like cute little lizard-like amphibian thing or World of Warcraft snake person that likes to burn things. It's a cute little lizard that likes to burn things. Oh, the best of both worlds. Fantastic. <laughs> and technically, it has a swim speed, so it can still be amphibian. Uh, Kendrix, going in a, I learned it from watching you philosophy, has a T-Rex robot, because Chris's characters keep getting eaten. But in this case, unless the robot turns on Kendrix, he's safe. And it no, shouldn't do that because we vetoed the things that are more powerful than elementals. No, I get to be the one that eats things. I mean, I still have the rules that I've made and not shared with you about robots running amok. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi. Hi. I feel like none Don't of us worry, are shocked Don't worry, it'll be fine. I feel like none of us are shocked by this. Well, I, I made those rules before the last session, so that that's how I tied it into it. Uh, Zenosha has a warthog, and Zax has a wolf. And you have just now finished assembling the last of them. I mean, there's there's a few spare parts and um, there's extra screws that none of you are really sure where they go. You didn't think you had extras. This is why we don't get our... This is why we shouldn't get our giant robots from Ikea. There's always stuff left over. Yeah, it's okay. Sometimes I redesign stuff on the fly a little bit so it doesn't look exactly like the blueprint. So probably we just use a different number of screws. Hey, but where does this shelf go? that goes inside okay and why does it have a name on it that's got like five umlauts oh that's the mimic i think it's a stuffed mimic that's probably its name oh that's why it's sticky Mm-hmm. i'm it's gonna eat me now isn't it oh oh, oh no, well, no 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 either way it's not going to eat you because either it is a if stuffed means taxidermied, then it can't. Lots of furniture is made out of stuffed mimics. And if stuffed means full, then it won't want to. At this point, <laughs> a few of you with perceptions that are passive and above 10 may have noticed there is a cobalt over uh, in the corner next to an open bottle of glue that is giggling uncontrollably. I do not have a passive perception above 10. <laughs> Which makes it fitting that Chrome is the one talking about the shelf being a mimic. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know who told Chroma that stuff taxidermied mimics are a thing, but someone did. God, if that's you can if get I was mimic Amara right now, dice bags I'd, I'd now. be helping. If I was Amara right now, I'd be helping, but Kendrick is gonna press to digitate the glue away from off the off the mimics. <laughs> the cobalt that was holding the shelf chat earlier this week, right? Hmm? I said, you remember the thing I posted a general chat earlier this week, right? Possibly late last week. The A30 group got their own mascot. Instead of Vex, the pseudo-dragon, they have Belle, the juvenile mimic. The baby mimic, yes. But I, I was thinking a lot. I was thinking, um, the, okay, I, I check the chest for traps. All right, make a performance check. Uh, okay, I roll a 19. All right, you whistle a tune that uh, you heard at the the tavern that you visited this weekend. It's a nice tune. You perform it well. All right, what about the chest? Oh, it whistles the tune, too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Barkeep asks the adventurers, why do you keep your weapons with you all the time? Oh, Kaser's mimics. And then the barkeep laughs, and the adventurers laugh, mm-hmm. and the table laughs. <laughs> they kill the mimic. They have another drink. Why did so, you stab the chest? You have to be careful. Mimics everywhere. You, you can't trust anything. Anyway, let's go through this door. The door grows teeth. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm thinking of um, Deep Space Nine, where this is one part where Quark is making a deal with somebody, and he goes and he smacks the chairs and the table and says, our constable's a shapeshifter. You can't be too careful. Turns out Odo was the vase. <laughs> but with that said, as soon as yes, the, the shelf is pressed the kobold that was holding it drops it and runs screaming from the room. Oh. Uh. It might have been a happy scream. It might have been a scared for his life scream. You're not 100% sure it might have been some overlap in the Venn diagram, but in any case, th- they're going to need some time to themselves, probably. Oh, well, I'd better figure out where the shelf goes. You think these things are bad already? Because we still have that encampment of cloud giants. And they oh, need to right, go. yeah. You know, I'm remembering back to when we first got the Red Star, and shelf placement was important there, too. It was? I forgot. It was. And it was you who was very insistent on placing the shelves in the correct places. That does sound like me, but also I forgot. I'm just very entertained that we now have two spacefaring vessels where the shelves have to be right. Actually, it looks like this shelf belonged on that shelving unit over there against the wall. Oh! The, the one that's mostly filled with jars of glue. That's why it was so sticky. much temptation right now. <laughs> Is glue supposed to move? No. No. I have even Sometimes. more temptation. No. JR points to the open container of glue that was apparently recently used on said shelf in question. And you know the scene from Jurassic Park where the, the glass of water has ripples? Mm-hmm. Well, that's not what's happening, in case you were wondering. Uh, because those were a bunch of ripples and then a pause. And then a bunch of ripples and a pause. This is more of a constant agitation. Is something going thump, thump, thump? 
if it's that constant, it's more like a lot of things. I'm getting in my warthog, and I'm going to tell everyone, until we know better, just assume the cloud giants are attacking again. That's probably what it is. All right, test run! Okay, (laughs) everyone starts running. Mm-hmm. Most of you run completely out of the hangar. Five of you run into giant robots. And by run into, I mean you climb up and into them as opposed to thump. <laughs> Come on, Salamander. Let's uh, have some fun and quality control testing. Oh, quality control time. That's a good pun. I should say that. Okay. Um, so this is the point where we get to roll for initiative. Okay. I have it is seven. not morphin' time. <laughs> I mean, I could cast Disguise Self if you want. I'm hearing bangs and bangs oh. <laughs> in the background. That's unfortunate. What I was playing was the Jaws theme. <laughs> and my silence is because I am putting in all the numbers. Uh, that's a 28. Way to go, JR. That's a 17. Ooh. All right. Of course, this means JR has not run away. JR, whose giant robot might have been a bit more disassembled in order to figure out how to make multiple giant robots, has not yet been put back together. Uh-oh. So he's just running into battle? Well, JR's not going to run from the battle. Right. But JR also understands that they don't necessarily need to run forward to protect the kobolds that are in 15-foot-tall 15, 15 giant robots. <laughs> yep. JR, play crowd, play crowd control and be a medic. Cure light wounds does not work on giant robots. Not for way. us, for the other kobolds, especially the engineers. Roger, roger. I wanted to see how that felt. I, I don't like saying that. I'm not going to say that again. Neri, you are in mm-hmm. your giant robot. You don't see any enemies. All right, I'm going to launch and start patrolling. Okay. And I will hold my attack action until I see what's going on. It's a good thing you're in the hangar for a bunch of spaceships, which allows you to be able to fly around inside. Um, I could be really mean and say, well, the hangar ceiling is actually only 14 feet off the ground, so you're kind of just... But no. (laughs) (laughs) Zenosha, you are in your warthog. You see no enemies. Are the hangar doors open and can I get outside? They are not open, but you still probably could get outside. Your robot is a giant warthog. No! I would not require no! you to make a roll no! to go through no! the doors. No! no! Chroma, did you have a plan for getting these things out of here? Press the button. There's a button. There's a comically no, large the garage door opening button next to the door. <laughs> of course there's a button. Well, then I'll use my action to press the button. Well, we've had your turn. It's Zenosha's turn now. Yeah, I know, but I held my action. Okay. So I will allow this. We're just going to say that you ended your turn right next to it as you were patrolling. Um, so your bat wing lands and reaches out a, a clawed wing or foot or nose or whatever and pushes up against the button, which seems to be giant robot sized. So that was a nice touch um, because a significant number of kobolds would not be able to press this button very well. And the door starts going, and everyone sees it slowly rising. If you if you were all on foot, it would, by the end of Neri's um, action, be high enough for a kobold to go through. But you're in 15-foot-tall giant robots, so 
you might have a little bit longer to wait. We need to speed that thing up at some point. Zenosha has a way of speeding it up. Zenosha, do you care to speed it up? Unless I hear Kobold screaming, I'm going to try to let that door do its thing and just be ready to burst out running when I know the door's open and there's no Kobold directly in stopping distance or stopping trajectory. Uh, There's overlap in that Venn diagram. (laughs) Also, I'm a bit shocked that... A decision that was not chaos ensuing uh, was taking place, but, you know, every now and then. Uh, it is JR's turn. JR attempts to escort fleeing kobolds out the door. Aww. They're actually very good at running away. They are arguably proficient in running away, so JR is not really providing much assistance other than not standing in the direct path of fleeing kobolds. He's got the, the airport... Uh, illuminated cones in his hand and is, like, directing traffic? Uh, they're kind of doing that, yes. Uh, so, it is now turn the turn of the first enemy. Congratulations. Um, it comes out of the ground between all of you. Okay, oh! That's unexpected. Yes. It is um, rather long and tubular, but not in the surfing or skateboarding fashion. And very... Tubular. Very purple. Oh. Yeah, boy. Uh, Zenosha. I don't know. We I don't know what have those. those. I did I not think they were on the moon. Zenosha, you know what to do. It's a purple worm? Yeah, do I still have my attack? Um. Well, none of you had anything to attack, Squat. We can say you held your action. I'm willing to retcon that. Cindy said she held her action. Oh. Well, then I'm willing to... Let you do the thing that you said you were going to do. How about that? <laughs> All right. I didn't know the moon had purple worms. Why does the moon have purple worms? The moon has a lot of things it didn't used to. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Look, having They're a moon is a big responsibility. Here. You're supposed to take it to the vet on a regular basis. None of you did that. Didn't you get the postcard saying you were due for an appointment? Isn't Zenosha the moon vet? You don't want me as a vet. More an herbalist, if herbalists deal primarily with fungi. Uh, so for right, that's the att- like a vet for the moon, right? So, for the attack, uh, first of all, how are you attacking? Which, which item are you using? Uh, I only have the one attack, my tusk, okay. or the slam. So, uh, for that particular role, and I'm saying this partly because it's how I'm going to remember how this works... And partly because we did some conversations about this before, but none of it was mentioned in the recording. Um, For these robots, none of you has actually had combat training in them. So none of you gets to say at this point that you're proficient. So you're picking one of three stats, uh, two to three stats for for rolling. Uh, I rolled a 13 on my dice and added plus four because that's my wisdom modifier, which is... My primary spellcasting ability. Excellent. Um, so uh, to, to finish what I'm saying, what just what um, Zenosha has done here, it's either a strength check, a dexterity check, or if you are playing a character that does spellcasting, whichever ability score is your spellcasting modifier. But we're not adding proficiency, so it's just straight up click the stat for a check. And with that 17, that is a miss. Or rather, you hit, but you, it doesn't connect well enough to go into the natural armor. You bounce off. Well, that was the weirdest thing. Not that it's a purple worm on the moon. 
I before we started, I clicked the long rest button, and I didn't think too much more about it. But it reset me to 142 out of 143 hit points. Uh, That's not right. <gasps> I thought I was the one doing bad at math tonight. That's a, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. Yes, but a long rest should have reset it to be total number being the same as the current number. Yeah, right. And it yeah, didn't. and also that's a lot of hit points. Well, Muri has levels in fighter also. That's true. And Gax has more. That's true. Mm. Well, Zax is also a barbarian. You, right. you get those D12s in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so the the attack bounces off. <clears throat> the purple worm um, continues to come out of the ground, and it is going to go after uh, Zenosha's mech because it, it's right there. It's like like right there. <clears throat> So we are going to take a look at its stats and what's it going to do. Oh, it gets multi-attack. Wait, I, I just want to that. check which which mech is closest to the purple orb. Zenosha's, the warthog. Okay. I did just try to melee it. Yeah. You would, you would say it was right there? It is right there. Okay. Just making sure it was right there. I mean, it, it, it might be over there later on, but right now. Okay, uh, so that is a 24 to hit. Uh, that will hit, even though I beefed up my AC. Yes, what is your AC for for posterity? Uh, let me check. If I remember correctly, I think it's 23. Yes, it's 23. <laughs> so I rolled one uh, higher. actually has a higher AC than me. It, it's a shame that mechs can't cast shield. I did not give you that game mechanic. Um, you are going to take 22 piercing damage from a bite. Whoa. Well, you aren't personally going to take that. The mech is taking that. Still, that's a lot. Maybe not on a mech. I don't know. It's all new to everybody. All it's right. I opened a little note page, and I'll keep that as a running tally for my mech. Okay. Um, let me know every 50 hit points of damage. Okay. Because then we get to roll something. Uh, and it is going to make a second attack, and this one's going to go for Chroma's mech, because I picked randomly. All uh, right. A tail stinger. Attempts to attack Chroma's mech. Uh, that is going to be 26 to hit. Yeah, um, that's going to hit. That, okay. I was about to say that would hit me, but actually it might not if I cast shield. Unfortunately, <laughs> as I said, mechs cannot cast shield. So that's and going also, to be... my mech has, a lower, has five points lower of an AC than I do. All right, so but that's 19 it, points it of piercing damage to the mech. mech. Sorry, what did How you say piercing for piercing damage? 19. Okay, nineteen. Are we keeping track of that? Because we can't edit the sheet thing. Uh, I was planning on keeping track of it. Yeah, that's that's fair. And this would be an attack that would require a constitution saving throw, but if I remember correctly, these mechs are immune to poison because, you know, 100% mechanical. (laughs) Yeah. You cannot poison the robot. <laughs> you still can't poison the robot, but I mean, Kinderx that is cement in the right spot. Yep. Okay. So the next thing that happens is um, things come out things. of the tunnel that the purple worm dug. Oh boy! Things is probably the best way to describe them. 
at first it looks like something's oozing out of the tunnel, but no, it's not oozing. It's just uh, baggy, uh, possibly more bones than it should have, or um. or not as many bones as it should have, or too many, or it has an odd number of bones. I have never seen something have too many bones and not enough bones at the same time. And it depends on what impressive. spots. It depends on what spot you're looking at at the time, and they're moving. So, if you wait a while, you'll have a different impression. Um, it might make an impression on you because uh, there seems to be four of them, and they are screaming. That's really weird. Yes, your first thought was that there were eight of them, but apparently there's more than one head per body. And I have a great idea. They have great ideas too. Uh, one of them is going to attempt to go after Zenosha, who has positioned herself, you know, right next to the the hole in the ground. And that is going to be um, a... It's flailing. It's not doing a good job. So that is well under 20. It misses. I rolled a disadvantage. So if you see a number pop up, don't take that number into account. That's not the right number. <laughs> it, did, it did not, in fact, roll close to 30. And that's worse. So that first one is made two attacks. Both misses against the giant warthog. Uh, the next one is going to go for the T-Rex. Kendrix. Is, um... Rude. Well, yes, but we don't hold that against Kendrix. <laughs> wow. that's, a, that's a 14 oh, no. to hit. Mess. Very much so, yes. Um, and that other one, well, it's a good thing we're rolling disadvantage because that would have been a nat 20. Um, but instead, we're stuck with a dirty 20. Uh, mess? Okay. I'm 21, Frazy. Some of you took AC reduction to have more points to spend, and I'm not remembering off the top of my head which was which. Yeah, I was not brave enough to do that. Probably for the best. (laughs) Um, And this next one is going to go after the wolf, which is being piloted by Zax. Yep. Uh, This first one is going to be a... um, That's an 11. (laughs) I don't think that's going to hit you. No, I think the wolf's armor class is 20. And this next one is, well, still not going to be um, high enough. So that's another miss. And, and now the last of these things is doing what it can. And this one is uh, rushing over to attack Neri in the Batwing. Oh, okay. And that is going to be a 16. That will miss. And the second attack is going to be less than that. That's a 10. That also will miss. Decision to lower my AC vindicated. Next up is for not appearing in this film because I have other things added in here just in case. Uh, next up is Chroma. So the things all ran uh, off and engaged people. Yes, they did. Okay, I don't have a great idea anymore. Well, one of them is currently trying to attack you. Oh! How far away is it from the purple worm? Um, Really close because the tail of the purple worm also attacked you. The salamander opens its mouth. And asks, what did you think you were doing? (laughs) (laughs) You come into my home. Okay, okay, okay. This button, this is the fire button. And this button here pops out a marshmallow. Not a marshmallow, a marshmallow. They're bigger and also uh, wetter. And and they don't taste very good because they're damp. But apparently you can replicate them, as taught by Spock, the kobold. 
Yeah, that does friendly, sound though. like a kobold name. Um, so what is my save that I have to roll? Um, what's so the constitution fire... modifier of a mech? No, no, it's, if you're doing a breath weapon attack and it's fire, then it's a deck save that I have to roll. Yeah, but what's the constitution modifier of a mech? Ooh, oh, that makes sense. Uh, <gasps> as luck would have it, I have that in one of my many open tabs. I'm going to say plus five. Okay. Okay, so that will be eight plus five, um, maybe plus proficiency bonus, except I'm not vehicle proficient, so should I not be proficient in my breath weapon? You see, this is why we should play test things in advance, but oh. we did not. But we did uh, not. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to say no. no, no proficiency bonus. So that's going to be eight plus five. So um, deck save DC 13. Wow, that's really low. Okay. Um, well, the purple worm makes it. Almost did not, but it makes it. And, uh, one of these other things, uh, really makes it. So they're gonna take half damage. Okay. Maybe I'll roll on D&D Beyond so that D1C3 can not have the opportunity to hate me. Ah, D&D Beyond had the opportunity to hate me. How many D6s was that? Five fire damage. How many D6s was that? Four. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's ten total, though. Yeah, but they both... They both made their saves, so they're taking half damage. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's... I'm, I'm making sure that we're clear that it's... Yeah, that, that five was the half damage. Five is after the half damage. Yeah, yes. um, can I still ballista? Yes. Excellent. Every attack you have purchased, you may use every turn. Except the breath weapon. Well, yes, because the breath weapon has a re- recharge. The breath weapon is kind of really bad. Oh, well. <laughs> well, I'm still fine-tuning it, and the breath weapon might have a change next time, in part because people have given me some suggestions. <laughs> Let's see. Um, So, time for Ballista, Ballista, Ballista. And I will just roll those as... Do I have pack tactics right now? Uh, Not currently. Okay. Unless you consider one of these blob things or the purple worm to be an ally. Well, I'm right next to the purple worm. Oh, that's, that's, a, um, that's a valid question. Do the machines oh, yeah. get tactics? The pilots um, do, and you're the ones rolling. Okay. Oh, so I do have pack tactics. So hopefully I did not just roll that one. Um, well, you have oh, pack tactics a... against the purple worm specifically. Is that yeah, what you're I'm attacking? attacking the pur- yeah, it's the, uh, that's what I'm attacking, yes. Okay, so I've seen two hits so far, I think. You have seen a hit? And a crit. And oh, yeah, that's a nat 20. Mm-hmm. Now roll at advances to see if you go higher. Um, no, the, the nat <laughs> 20 was the... Oh, right, yeah. That, um, that was a joke. <laughs> yeah, um, and um, I'm I'm trying to roll the other thing, and, and that one is not going to hit because the high one was a 12 there. So I got... A hit and a crit, and that is a total of ballista. They do 3d10 usually, so that is a total of 9d10s. Um, which one of these is d10? That's a d10. Nine. Wow, that's a lot of d10. Um, 54 points of damage. If this purple worm was a mech, I'd have to roll to see what you've damaged. Oh, wow. Yeah, it rolled enough damages and D10s that it didn't pop up uh, 
a thing saying how much I did. But yes, 54 points. Now you see, this is why I felt comfortable throwing a purple worm at the party <laughs> and had to add more things. All right. Uh, next is a fire elemental. It, it's just chilling. Well, the opposite of that, but still. Also, it's currently imprisoned inside one of your mechs. Which one? We'll never know. Or will we? Next up is Kendrick's. Okay. Um, can I angle myself in a way that my breath weapon will hit multiple? It's a line one, not a cone. A line for how far? Uh, I honestly forget how your breath How far weapons. does it go? I have no idea. I've never played I a Dragonborn. I want to say 30 feet? Ah, yeah, it does. I, I copy-paste that in there. Lightning is a 5 by 30 feet line. So I will say, yes, you can hit the purple worm in one of these things that's trying to eat you. Excellent. Um, I would like to do that. I was going to say, as long as you've got the movement, you can hit any two at least. I would like to do that. I will need to roll things then. So I need to roll 4d6, yes? Well, um, yes. And... 46 what? I'm going to say that's a fail for the first save for the purple worm and for the thing that is attacking you specifically, Mm -hmm. that is a success. Okay, 13 total. So I'll let you do the halving. Okay, so that is 13 to the purple worm. I should probably check its immunities. Okay, that is 13 to the purple worm. (laughs) And to the other one, that is going to be six. Okay. I will then bite at... The purple, the purple worm is the one that's attacking me, yes? The purple worm is further away. You can run oh. over to bite it, but you will invoke an attack of opportunity. I will bite the thing that's attacking All right. You bite the thing that's attacking you, or at least attempt to. Give me um, an attack roll. Uh, nope, that's a six. <laughs> you attempt to bite it. <laughs> it seems to be very chewy. I fail the bite, but then I tail swipe. The, we can say later that the bite was actually a feint. That's a twelve... A 12 will unfortunately not hit one of these things. I don't do much this turn. (laughs) (laughs) You looked cool. Every time you have a bunch of giant robots fighting things, they've got to be somewhat ineffectual for a little while and then combine and pull out the sword and kill everything with one strike. Which, ironically, I think we decided the sword sword was my tail. (laughs) The sword is your tail. Yes, your tail is a sword. Uh, Zax. Okay, there is so an I've ugly a... thing trying to eat your wolf mech. Okay, one or two of them? One. One, okay, so I'm going to... With two uh, heads. With two heads? Okay, um, I want to do a claw attack on one of the heads, or both of the heads, if I can hit them both. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess that your strength is your highest stat. Yeah. Okay, uh, click the... You're going to do a strength check? So okay. if you're looking at your character sheet, it is probably the... Oh, it's in the first box, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've rolled one, plus 11, for a 12. Well, it's your first time piloting the mech. You're still getting yeah, used to the controls. Yeah. Uh, you forgot to, to pop the clutch. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's an easy mistake. Uh, but you also have a bite attack you can do. Yeah, let's do that too. Do I use the same stat? Or... Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. That uh, That is a 15 plus 11 for a 26. That's going to hit. And someone might say, but wait a minute. You said they're not adding uh, proficiency bonuses. You're right. Zax has a really, <laughs> 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 really <laughs> high strength. Yeah. Zax has multiple magical items to increase strength above 20. 
Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. um, so um, I believe the damage for that, that was the bite, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Damage for a bite is going to be, um, well, we can speed things up by doing average damage because it wasn't a crit. That's going to be 33 damage. Okay. Do I but need I to keep track of that clock. somewhere? Uh, well, the, the, that's damage to this thing. So I'm oh, going to put okay. that in. <laughs> okay. You, you have not taken damage. You're doing fine. Not yet. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a bite. Yeah. So, um, as you know, this thing is larger than medium size, so we're not doing the grappled rules. Okay. And I don't know if I can do anything else. Uh- you can fire your ballista. Not the thing that you are currently chomping on, but you could fire the ballista at a different target. Okay. Like, I'll do that. I don't know exactly what the ballista is going to look like, but... Um, In my head, sure. cannon, the ballista is mounted on the wolf's back. Yeah, I can see that. But what what does it shoot? I don't think I can a, that out. Think of it like a very large crossbow. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's uh, shoot the other one with it. So do I hit the same stat? It's always going to be um, the same stat? Yeah, the way I have the rules set up, you could just press the strength check button again. Okay. Uh, this time I have an 8 plus 11 for a 19. <laughs> Boom. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so that is going to be... Uh, Ballista does average damage of 16. Wow. And I will put that damage in. Okay. All right. Um, so... I still have two standing in front of me for next turn. Uh, you have one standing in front of you. Uh, one the is... ballista is not good at close range, so I okay. I actually had you hit the purple worm again. Oh, okay, that's fine. It's, it's the fine. biggest thing in the room. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's all I can do. Uh, yep, you had three attacks that you could do on that mech. So yeah, um, we're, we're done with that, and now yeah. it's Neri's turn again. Can I arrange myself so that I hit? the thing that's attacking me and the purple worm in a single 15 foot cone without hitting anything else. I'm going to say no, the worm didn't reach out to try to strike you. So it is closer to 30 feet away from you. Okay. Um, I am going to hang on. (laughs) You've changed something since the last time I paid attention. That sounds like an out of context quote. (laughs) Yeah, right? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, I am going to claw the thing that's attacking me. Cut that okay. out. <laughs> uh, that's a dirty 20. That will hit. Uh, and I'll take the average damage for 19. Alrighty. And then I am going to move so I can catch... As many of these critters in a 15-foot cone as I can without catching any of my allies. Uh, You will invoke an attack of opportunity. That's fine. All right. It's going to take a swing at you. And this time it's rolling with advantage, not disadvantage. Uh, That is um, not a 19 plus 2. That's me rolling at advantage. So that is going to be a 27. That'll hit. Okay. You take 16 points of piercing damage. Oh, Okay. But in the process, I'm assuming you're flying, and you can fly over to hit, uh, I'm going to say, two things with the cone. All right. I am going to scream at them. Thunder. Thunder. Sonic. Thunder attack. Bat. Bat. Sonic attack. Oh, my gosh. I just got that. That's cool. All right. Your bat <laughs> opens really its cool. mouth, and a bunch of blue hedgehogs fly out. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, um, that's one of Millie's characters. No, no, that's one of Millie's character's warlock patrons. Yeah. <laughs> and well, yeah. it amuses me how long it took before our people figured it out. 
which was either instantly or over a year, depending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the I guess the constitution saving throw at oh hang on. Fifteen? That's gonna be two failures. So that's forty six. Forty six. Shall I roll or would you like to? Uh go ahead. Seventeen, 17. points of thunder damage. Uh the purple worm is bloodied. If it had ears, that's where the blood would be coming out of, because sonic damage. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else? I don't think I have anything else I can do. Okay. Zenosha, the one that <laughs> you are fighting um, just took sonic damage. Do I get pack, tactic, pack tactics against it? Um, Not the thing that's trying to eat you, but against the purple worm, yes. Okay, I'm focusing the on just trying to eat you. the worm. And that's a 22. That will hit. Okay, and 17 damage with my tusk against the worm. Alrighty. And since I designed this thing to be a speedy tank, that's all I can do for now. Alright. Next up is Cogbucket's turn. Cogbucket decides maybe don't rush in right now. Thank goodness! <laughs> well, none of you is really injured. There's some structural damage, but nothing that makes it look like you're, it's life-threatening. And the least amount of damage any of these has done, I think, would one-shot JR right now. Oh, probably. So uh, it, JR's just going to chill over there. Purple Worm's turn. The worm has turned. <laughs> it is going to attempt to bite Zenosha's Warthog again. Uh, that's going to hit by a lot. Uh, so that's an additional 22 points of bite damage. Robots are too large to be swallowed whole by a Purple Worm. Did you know that? <laughs> I have learned this. And the purple worm has now learned this. Mm-hmm. It's also going to try to stab the warthog with its tail. Walk the f- <laughs> uh, That is going to be also a hit by a lot. That is 29 damage. Well, no, not 29 damage. 29 to hit. The damage is 19. That's a bit different. That puts me in, in the have taken 50 points of damage, Mark. Okay, roll a single d10. Oh, boy. I got an 8. Okay, add an 8. Uh, what happens is... You get a cool battle scar. Yeah. So, congratulations. Uh, your warthog now looks fashionable. You may decide where the battle scar is. May I recommend the snout? Wait, 8 yeah. or 9? 8. 8. Eight is if a pilot is still inside no, the mech. That's got yeah, pace from I, the wrong thing. Don't worry about that. Oh, oh. okay. That that's, well, that's a mistake the, on my part. Oh, yep, yep. There it is. There it is. There it is. Okay. Cool. In cool, that cool, case, cool. I'm going to say this is why that warthog only has one tusk attack. There you go. The, the, the other tusk got ripped off. A bunch of artificers come over and say, we can put that back on. So it's just like, no, no, this looks cooler. <laughs> but it's asymmetrical. I don't care. It's going to ride to the right. Maybe that's the way I want to go. This is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Take your point of inspiration and enjoy it. All right. And next up is one of these things. Uh, the one that is attempting to attack Zenosha is rolling with advantage. And that is going to miss. Next up, the one that was attacking Chroma uh, is going to miss. Actually, no. No, I'm rolling with advantage. Um, so 
that's actually going to hit. Because that's 18 plus 8. So that's 26. That's a lot. That is a lot. But they're rolling with advantage now that you've hurt them a bit. Oh. They got angry. Um, it is going they to... They would like not... to rage? They are raging. <laughs> um, but I'm looking at Purple Worm for damage, and I shouldn't be because it does not actually have a stinger attack. Um, you are going to take 16 points of piercing damage as it gnaws on your robot. Okay. No yeah. details yeah. yet. Uh, next up is going to be the one that is going after um, Kendrick's. That one had some spin. The highest there is an 18. Mass. Next up, the one that's going after... Ooh, that's a dirty 20. No, no that's, a, that's not dirty. That's an actual 20. That's an actual 20. Um, so that's going to be, that's after the one, that's going after Zach's, by the way. I don't think I finished that sentence. I'm assuming we cannot use any of our character abilities. Not while you're piloting the mech, no. Okay. Wanted to make sure. Also, if you were outside of the mechs, this would be a a much different battle. Because (laughs) this is multiple, this is multiple (laughs) CR-13s. If I was outside of my mech, I wouldn't have gotten hit by anything yet. Okay, for some of you, it'd be a very different battle. Yeah, I don't know if you're aware. I'm a wizard. I'm paper. Um, Kendrick's Our best would be John a smear. would be to pull a dune. Kendrick's would be a smear, but Kendrick's is a chronomancer, so Kendrick's would be a smear in the past. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Chroma is overconfident. Don't listen to her. <laughs> Chroma's overconfidence is her weakness. Da, da, da. My faith with my friends is mine. Um, so that's going to be 4d12 plus 3. So 7. Uh, no, 29 points of damage to Zax's mech. Okay. I will keep track of that for you. Okay. You do not need to roll a d10 yet. Okay. Because I think that's the first you got hit. Yep. And there was one that was attacking Neri until Neri flew away. <laughs> <sighs> this is why we have yeah, nice things. so unfair. I know. Yeah, it's going to run over and try to attack Kendricks. God damn it. <laughs> it. It's going to try. The important thing is there was an effort. But the highest number there was an 8, so 16 to hit. Chroma. Uh-huh. What would you like to do? There is one trying to attack you. The tail is no longer in melee range. Of me? Correct. That's fine. I don't have any melee attack. Wait, really? Yeah, really. Oh, wow, yeah. So there's this thing gnawing on Chroma's oh. robot, but Chroma's just going to be like, I'm going to shoot it over there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, is anything still next to the purple worm? Um, yes. I'm still mailing. Is anything friendly still... Okay, okay. So, Alista time! Uh, by the way, that wait really was because I legit thought that the, the salamander had a bite attack. It might have at some point, but things got respect. Yeah. Uh, so the first roll was an 18. That's a hit. The 23 is a hit. Come on, let me roll my third one. There we go. Oh. The 24 is a crit, I believe. Yep. So that's, um, let me, um. I need you to roll all of the dice you have. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Um. 71 piercing damage to a purple worm. Wow. How do you want to do this? <laughs> it had 62 so, hit points left. How are you doing piercing damage? Ballista! Oh, Ballista, okay. So, um... I don't think pin it to the ceiling, we're like, pin it to the far wall. The purple 
it that's a really big novelty pincushion. <laughs> <laughs> is this how Neri feels all the time? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Tune in next week where Chroma's sidearm has been modified to also fire crossbow bolts. <laughs> right. But it's a repeating crossbow bolt. Alright, so we have um uh, shall we say Chroma goes a bit overboard, which is to say Chroma is Chroma. Mm-hmm. And um the purple worm now resembles a cross between a purple worm and a hedgehog or porcupine. That that's a lot of bolts. You don't remember arming this mech with that many bolts, but there they are. That is now a thing. The purple worm is now difficult terrain. <laughs> No, no, I'm an artificer. Artificers uh, can can do a thing where they can make a ranged weapon, um, you know, fire extra ammo. Clearly, I did something to these ballistas. It is possible. And I would argue that you probably have a 1 in 20 chance of doing that again sometime. (laughs) (laughs) Kendricks, you are in a slightly less target-rich environment than you were during Chroma's turn. What would you like to do? Yes. Um, I would like to... There's still one punching me in the face, yes? Two currently. Well, one's punching you in the face and the other one's trying to punch you in the back um, with mixed successes. And by mixed, I mean not a whole lot of them. Okay. Um, I would like to murder... I would like to attempt to murder the one... The murder one that attacked me first. Okay. Uh, so that'll be... Nope, natural one. So fail with the bite. Let's try the tail. Your T-Rex bites its robot tongue. Uh, that's better. 22. Why do I even have a robot tongue? <coughs> okay, 22 hits. Uh, what's the damage on that? What do I roll? <laughs> Where is it? Where is it? Where I is have it? To scroll it, up. Is, it was a tail, so 3d8 plus 7. Yep, so, same as an actual T-Rex. One, two, three. Uh, that is 14 plus 7, so 21. Blackjack. <laughs> All right. Time I will ever get that. Next up is Zax. Okay, so what am I, what's in front of me? Uh, what's in front can, of you is one yeah. of them that is still trying to attack you. Um, and there's others that are ranged attacks you can do, but there's one right in front of you that you can try to bite and claw. Okay, I think I, I think I bit one last time. You did. Okay. This is the so same I, one. This is the same one. Okay. Um, but they're yeah, rather then... large and have a lot of hit points, so biting it doesn't kill it instantly. Okay. Um, so I'm going to do a, another bite attack on that one. Okay. And Click the strength check button. Yep. Oh. <laughs> it's uh, 1 a, plus a 11. 12 is 12. not going to do it. Yeah, not going to do it. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm going to do yeah. a claw attack. Pack tactics? I don't know. Uh, not against this one, no. I don't think so, yeah. It's over by itself. Okay, um, so I'm going to do a claw attack instead, or in addition to, I guess. Mm-hmm. Let's see how that one goes. Okay, that's an 11 plus an 11 for a 22. A 22 will hit. Okay, so now I hit... Remember what I hit. What button do I push for that? Um, I've been doing average damage for you to save on the math. Okay, good. So that was 19 points of damage. Okay. Is it still up? It is. Okay. Um, just hold on. Weird. Okay. And you also uh, have a ballista attack you can make, not against the thing directly in front of you, because you'd have to roll a disadvantage at this range. 
but you okay. can attack one of the other things. Okay, so which of my fellow kobolds is getting inundated with these? Currently, Kendrick has not... two on him. Okay, on him or? Well, because if I miss attack. with the, if I miss with the uh, ballista, if you roll in that one, I'll consider it. Okay, all right. Um, what did you say, Chris? I don't think Chris said anything. I, I said I said, said something. Yeah. I Go said ahead. Kendrix has two attacking. Okay, I understand. All right, I'm going to try to use the ballista to hit one of the ones that's attacking Kendrix. Okay. I got a natural twenty plus seven for thirty-one. Okay. So we're going to roll double the dice for this because we can. So we mm-hmm. should. Uh, for ballista, that is that's going to be six d ten when you're figuring for the crit. Okay. So. That would be the third dice down from the top. You click that six times and click roll. Okay, rolling. Oh, they're everywhere. Look at that. Um, <laughs> that is the correct reaction to rolling that many dice. Yeah. Uh, so that is it comes out to 23. Yeah. Plus, no, not plus, just 23 points of damage. Okay. Yeah. They don't like that. Okay. No one asked them. No. Um, All right, I and think that's, that's your three attacks. Probably it. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. All right, Neri. You are not within melee range of anything right now. Yeah, but my flight speed is 100 feet. Your flight speed is 100 feet, so you are within range of whatever you want to be in range of. Yeah. Um, are we doing five and six, or are we doing a short rest for breath weapon recharges? Currently, we're doing short rest, but um, let's be honest, I need to rework those rules. Well, I, I mean, the short answer is I can't use it this round. This is correct. Um, so here's a weird question for you. Can I grapple one of the ones attacking Kendricks? Um, and attack it with my other claw? I will allow you to attack one of the ones attacking Kendricks. I'm going to say because it is 9.21 p.m. as we were recording this, let's not look at grapple rules right now. That's okay. That's valid. That's valid. Um, All right. I will claw attack one of the ones attacking Kendricks. Okay. And I will use flyby. But that means it can't get an attack of opportunity as you fly away again. Golly. Darn. Gosh dang it. Uh, 24. I like how you said, gosh dang it, and then rolled a 24. (laughs) It's because I keep clicking on the stat number rather than the bonus. (laughs) A 24 will definitely hit. Roll that wonderful ballista. Well, no, claw damage. You're doing claw damage. I was just going to take the average. Okay, 19 points of damage. Yeah, I'll I'll drop down and claw it and fly away again. It ineffectually just reaches out and tries to uh, get at you, but you are like 50 feet away from it by the time it, it does that. Eh. Eh. Pretty much. <laughs> the important thing is it tried. Yes. Anything else? Uh, no. Okay. I, I, unless... Um, unless my breath weapon magically recharges. I'm sure it will be recharged by our next session. <laughs> Zenosha. All right. So how many of these things are left? There are currently four of the shapeless things. The purple worm is... Uh, the um, purple worm is... Someone played pin the purple worm to the wall. Well, if it's pinned to the wall, I'm going to say it's actually pinned to the hangar door. So it's still trying to lift up. But now the the motor's just struggling. It's going... Gank, 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 gank. Someone's going to have to fix that drive chain later on, and they're not going to enjoy the experience. 
All right. So there's one attacking me. And can I tell if any one of the others are more injured than the rest? Because I think the one attacking me is unharmed. Um, one of the ones attacking Kendrick seems to be more injured than the rest of them because everyone was like, oh, Kendrick's getting attacked by two. Let's hit those a lot. All right. I said, something's attacking me. Let's go into the sky so that it doesn't attack me anymore. Yes, which is why Kendrick is getting attacked by two of them. Yes. All right, so I want to take these things out quickly. So I am going to risk an attack of opportunity to go after the one that's more injured and attacking Kendra. All right, uh, that's going to be a 28. Why did I decide late night math was a good idea? A 28 to Uh, hit. Okay, that will be a hit. It's the first time this thing's gotten a hit on me. Okay, uh, that's going to be 16 points of damage. But you may now also charge and tusk attack one of the ones attacking Kendricks. Okay, just let me update my running total. And do I get pack tactics since it's also attacking Kendricks? Yes, very much so. Oh, shoot, I should ask that too. I didn't even think about that, but that's all right. Uh, I rolled poorly. Well, even I with think, advantage, I got an 11. I think the long-standing theme of pack tactics is every single one of us forgets the name of the campaign. <laughs> yeah, it has. At least yeah. once every three episodes. It was because I. It was because Neri herself wasn't attacking. So I was like, oh, something something Neri's piloting is attacking. So, of course, Neri doesn't get pack tactics. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. Makes sense. But that's all I can do this turn. Okay. Well, you are also now within range of everything else over there. So it's possible that the attacks will be going towards you instead of Kendrick's. Maybe. Uh, Cogbucket JR tries to provide you with bardic inspiration by performing a spoken word number. It does not go over well. Aww. Aww. Uh, well, JR because you're... is not a bard. Well, well, yeah, that's mainly why it doesn't go over very well. JR is not a bard and therefore cannot provide bardic inspiration. Also, you're all piloting giant mechs fighting monsters. No one can hear anything JR is saying. Yeah, too noisy. Yes. Uh, next up is the purple worm. It looks a bit more reddish. It's starting to look like one of those um, fake tomatoes that you put pins in. Oh, okay. Yeah. And oh, no. Up, no, no, that's just for aesthetics. I'm not saying it's actually going to do anything. It started at purple. It's going to red. Next, it's going to go to blue. And Aaron Hansen is going to die many, many times. Actually, I'm just going to have it circle through the entire color wheel. <laughs> Eventually, it'll go to plaid. All right. So um, the one that was attacking uh, Zenosha doesn't have Zenosha to attack anymore. So it is going to run over and try to attack Chroma. I just want to note that if the purple worm goes to plaid, it will be almost as fast as Neri. <laughs> <laughs> you already have inspiration. And that is a miss. Uh, next up. Not a misses, just a miss. <laughs> no, it's it's engaged, but it's not married yet. They haven't set a date. Uh, next up, who is this one attacking? Uh, this one is attacking Kendricks. That's right. One of the ones attacking Kendricks. And that is, um, well, you didn't lower your AC. But that's a 20. Mess. Okay. Next up is... No. Who's really the tank here? <laughs> You're all tanks. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm not. Okay. But what's your AC? 17. There are tanks that have lower AC than that. That aren't your okay, level. Fine. But never mind about that. Um, so that one is an attacking... Oh. Keeping in order which ones we're trying to attack who. 
I think that one was going after. I'm gonna say that's that one is Zax. So okay. Zax, you um, that is going to be a hit. You're gonna take another 16 points of damage, which means okay. I need to math that. Actually, that's funny because my Mex AC is legit too lower than Neri's is. You're also all level 11. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that it's easier to hit the mech than it is to hit the pilot. It's also a lot larger. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And the mech has 57 more hit points. I think I might have mathed that wrong, but I'm not sure it's going to matter. Right. <laughs> and this last one is the other one that's going after Kendrick's. Uh, that is not going to be a nat one because it's an advantage roll. Uh, that's going to be a 24. 16 points of damage. Okay. We got the big hitter out of the way, so... There are two that are attacking you. Actually, no, there aren't anymore. I I got things messed up. Don't don't mind me. So how many are attacking Chroma? There's at least one trying to attack Chroma. There was supposed to be. So I'm going to say there is, even though I messed that up earlier. Yo, darling, is there something you'd like to do? Is disengaging an action or a... it will be. Disengage uh, is an action unless you're a rogue. Yeah. I don't think the giant robot has levels in rogue. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I'm still working on these rules. <laughs> I don't think the giant robot should have levels in rogue. It will require you I to spend six is... points to gain a level in rogue for your giant robot. I think that is some... Um... Can I, my I think giant robot have levels in monk? <laughs> no, but you're playing a T-Rex, so if we're going to Shalazar Basin, I believe that does mean your T-Rex would be able to do a sneak attack. <laughs> I'm just saying, giant robot plus rogue doesn't really mesh. Clean <laughs> device. That and, and thinking, Mazir hearing about the giant robots on the moon and looking at the tower and sharing a significant glance. But cob- So giant robots and rogue don't mesh, but kobolds and saving the moon all mesh. <laughs> I'm not saying that meshes either. Everything here is weird <laughs> than usual. <laughs> Nevertheless, I don't think giant robots are sneaky. Unless I you told put talking I- devices on them. I told As you I-, I would have a reason to use this Matt Mercer gif. There it is. As I keep saying, saying, not with that attitude. I was looking for it in the back scroll. I mean, we do own cloaking device, but not right now. And um, a cloaking device probably wouldn't help me disengage either. Uh, Probably not. And basically, um, so I'm rolling ranged attacks at disadvantage? If you want to attack the one that's right next to you, yes. If you want to attack one of the other ones, no. Oh, There's no right. rule that says you have to attack the one ones. next to you. Um, what are the other ones doing? Uh, two of them are attacking Kendricks. That I'm remembering. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one that's one still going me. after uh, Zax. Yeah. Which one is least injured? Um, I don't know. You know I'm what? Looking at, at this, the, I think the one that is going after you is least injured, just because most of your attacks well, have been going to... at other things. Yeah, I'm still ignoring the ones that are attacking me. So which of the ones that isn't attacking me is least injured? That would make sense for me to answer properly. Uh, That would be... um, 
I forget who they're attacking, but they're, I am looking at that particular one. So I will say that that's the one you're hitting. Okay. Um, wow. I think d d Beyond likes me. <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah, I'm looking at a hit, a miss, and a crit. Again. Yes. For 51 <laughs> points of damage. Yes. Um, ballista! So I'm going to trade in some of my points for a ballista. <laughs> <laughs> the downside is it's no good for a close-up combat, but you have a speed of 100. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kendricks, there are two that are being annoying to you. What would you like to do? Okay. Same one that I've been going for. Bye. Nope. Uh, nope. Tail, that's a six. Th- 20, 18, 18? An 18 will hit. Okay, the tail was 3d8 plus 7. One of these days you're going to bite something and it will be glorious. 12 plus 7 is 19. All right. Zax. So there's one still in front of me? Yes. Okay, I'm going to claw it. Okay. And I go push the button again. Got a 15 plus 11 for a 26. That will hit. Okay. And then... I will put in the damage. Okay. Is it still up? Yes. Can I, can I claw it a second time? You can. All right. Well, actually, good. no, you can claw and you can bite. Okay, then I'll bite. It's, it's the same roll to hit, so. Yeah, yeah. Let's see it. Oh, I got a 12 plus 11 hit. for a 23. Yeah? Okay. Also, also wick. <laughs> and you have a ballista bolt you can fire off at somebody else. Yep. Preferably an enemy. Yeah. Um, who's got the most bad guys on them Kendrick's right, right now. now. Okay, then, then I'll pick one of those and aim the ballista at that one. Okay. And that is a 2 plus 11 for a 13. So yeah, no, that's not going to do anything, unfortunately. Yeah, okay. It goes shooting right. past the T-Rex. Oh, oh that's right. That's right, you can re-roll. Because oh, okay. that one's right next to Kendrick's. Yeah, okay, I will re-roll that. Yeah, I don't think anyone's near me oh. to allow me to re-roll. Okay, that's a 2011 <laughs> for a 31. <laughs> Okay, so that that's what I think is your second crit. Yeah. So remember before when you oh, clicked that D10 wow. six okay. times? <laughs> yeah. So Do I that again. Six times and roll. And they just go everywhere. And it's a 24, 24 total. points of damage. How do you want to do this? Uh, <laughs> I want the thing to just go push <laughs> like a popped balloon or a popped water balloon or something. Okay, that is exactly oh. what happens, Kendricks. Um, well, actually, Chroma... You are making a to-do list item, giant car wash for Max. <laughs> yeah! Kendricks, I'm going to say, for some moment of inspiration, somebody thought of installing windshield wipers on your T-Rex, and you are using them, but they're not very effective. Squeaker, 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 squeaker. <laughs> yeah. Can I press the vegetation, the blood off the windscreen? I will allow that as a free action. Yay! Because, <laughs> uh, of, of course, the barbarian wants it to go. When we're approaching ten o'clock at night, I am going to start going a little, a little bit more rule of cool here. Speaking of which, ten o'clock at night is nearly two in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So the kobolds that were fleeing in terror made a lot of racket. A couple more kobolds come in. I say, uh, what seems to be going on here? Oh dear. Hi, Smith. Oh, hello. You you seem to be making a bit of a mess. Well, nothing to it, to it but to do it, I guess. And um, Sniv 
lets out a power ballad scream that would make Dull Dane appreciate the vocal range. That's a lot of dice. Oh, um, I should oh, probably sniff that scary high level. I should probably make a save to see if it's going to be half damage. He's a twentieth level bard. That's not going to be a save. <laughs> That's a 10 on the die. That's not going to be a save. <laughs> um, I didn't give Sniv a lot of extra feats. I just said, oh, raise the charisma some more. That's fair. Yes. Um, so the one that was going after Zach's, mm-hmm. both of its heads explode. Awesome. I didn't mention who the other kobold was. No, you didn't. Monty. <gasps> you know, it's getting really late at night, and I think it's past my granddaughter's bedtime and also wait no you're trying to eat my granddaughter so um they're not doing a very good job though monty breathes out oh let's make a saving throw that's a seven there's one remaining live one let's make a saving throw that's not bad not bad that's a 16 that's a 16 one second monty's target number is 25 well hold on <clears throat> Because it's play by the book, let's actually look up what the saving throw number is for um, Ancient Red Dragon. I didn't realize Dragon's Breath was one of the spells he knew. Yes, spells he knows. He also has a lot of magical items. (laughs) Just saying. He he has a few magical items that he has prepared uh, for such an occasion. Um, So saving throw for an Ancient Red Dragon's Fire Breath is DC 24. I rolled high. Not that high. Um, <laughs> average damage incinerates both of the remaining ones. Also, melts your robots a little bit, but no one takes lethal damage. Not mine. I'm flying. Oh, yeah. You, yours just catches an updraft. Whee! Yeah, you're going in circles <laughs> on a thermal. Uh, well, if I remember correctly, Chroma's mom happens to have a spell that has had her on occasion appear to breathe fire on all who opposed her. So maybe this is just a thing where an older kobold with some spellcasting ability is capable of doing a bit more. Maybe. In any yeah. case, um, everything is um, bloody or pincushiony or melted or on fire or a combination of all of those. And also... As silence falls upon this hangar, you all still hear the bay door going because no one's pressed the button to stop it from doing that. And that's where we're going to end it for tonight. Oh, wow. And then you all go out for shawarma afterwards. Um, So (laughs) thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for playing. Tonight, I was joined by a bunch of awesome people, including Chris Ellie, Eo, Jen, Cindy, Archbreath hanging out in chat. Who wants to plug some things? I do, surprisingly. I run a social media site at elek.xyz. That's E-L-E-K-K dot X-Y-Z. It is primarily devoted to gaming, but we pretty much talk about whatever we want. I have a personal website at noel.codes, N-O-E-L-L-E dot codes and eo's mom writes books and when this episode airs you will be able to find them at elizabethmccoy.com you will also be able to find them at elizabethdathrammccoy.com but primarily 
you can find them at elizabethmccoy.com. We're losing the dash. Eventually, all domains that include Elizabeth and McCoy in the name will point to this. (laughs) Probably. Maybe. Whoever Whoever owned it before this abandoned it, and I was able to get it for a song. So, elizabethmccoy.com. There's a reason why my web address is aaronbsmith.com, but never mind about that. All right, so we've got some stuff to plug. You also have the most common surname on the planet. (laughs) True. We are Legion. I actually do also own noelleanthony.com, but I prefer noelle.codes. Fun fact, I once went to a job fair where the person standing next to me applying for a teaching position was also named Aaron Smith. It was hilarious. I once Um, knew a guy whose name was Guy Smith. I believe it. For the record, we were applying for different teaching positions. He was a history teacher. I was an art teacher. But never mind about that. Tommy would have been, though, if he was also an art teacher. Oh, I I would have been thrilled. I also didn't end up going to that particular county. But never mind about that. So there's other things to plug. Who wants to plug some more stuff? Oh, I know. What if I was interested in hearing a new podcast about, like, Blizzard-related stuff? Oh, that's me. Are there any good um, ones out there? Eh, I wouldn't say good, but we <laughs> exist. Um, <laughs> we, we do that. Uh, general gaming podcast. Uh, talk a lot of Blizzard stuff. D&D, just nerd culture in general. Um, Azeroth Coast to Coast. It's AzerothCTC.com. All right, but what if I wanted specifically to hear news about Diablo? Well, that would be Shattered Soulstone at ShatteredSoulstone.com, which is a Diablo community podcast, and it's a weekly show, sometimes has guests, sometimes not, usually features things from the community. And all my other Diablo stuff is on bookofgen.net, and there's a lot of videos going up recently of Season 22. And we also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cogwheelgaming. Help us keep, keep the lights on because domain names cost money instead of server hosting. Uh, so you can join other illustrious patrons, including Chris, Cindy, Ellie, Eric, Janatalok, Mickey, Shanshan, and Walter. And until next time, this is Crash saying, Wrong button! That's better than anything I had to come up with. All right, good night, everyone. Good, good night. night.